One is known for his creativity in film and theater, and the other is known for helping children with cancer. Now, if you were thinking EGOT winner Mike Nichols and R&B singer Chris Brown, well, no, not them. Mike Nichols is a theater director and entertainment critic from upstate New York, and Chris Brown is a podcast host from Alberta, Canada, who recently watched the entire Sound of Music film. And while the hills may be alive with the Sound of Music, the choir of cats in agony coming from the living room was of a concern to Chris's husband. Together, Mike Nichols and Chris Brown talk about the entertainment industry as two people who aren't the people you're thinking of only can. This is No, Not Them. Mike, what's up? Choir of cats? In agony. Do you not listen to me while I speak? No, I know, but you have dogs. <laughs> wow. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. I was making a joke about how bad of singer I am, but okay. Oh, 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 oh. I thought, I was like, wait, the dogs hated it? But wait, you have dogs, not cats. I was big you confused. Went, you went for a journey that there was no point of going on said journey. Listen, everybody got to sing along with the sound of music. Yeah, but if I'm 16 going on 17 trying to date a 19-year-old boy, I think there's some other issues we need to talk about. She was 16 going on 17 and he was 17 going on 18. Ah, still, that's kind of weird. No, not the time. It's not even that weird now. I am in uh, like, because that's still in high school. Both of them would be. Uh, it was Nazi Germany, so I'm pretty sure not all of them were. No, women couldn't read, but like, and it was you Austria. Say, and women could read. <laughs> they couldn't read. I don't think women were allowed to. That's I, wow. Well, this is just gone down. For no, it's it's <laughs> problematic, but like it's facts or facts, America. <laughs> Nazi Germany, facts or facts. So. And How's your last month been since we last busy. chatted? Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. But um, I came away a winner. The winner takes it all. The loser standing small. Beside the victory. That's the destiny. Insert cue music of winner takes it all by ABBA because that's the tune of the song if anyone wants to know that was the tune of Winner Takes It All by ABBA according to Chris Brown the R&B singer yikes you did come away a winner uh, let's talk about the Oscars are you are you shocked are you concerned are you gobsmacked in any of the winners or losers I'm have you gotten I'm over a... the fact that you Angela Bassett did not do a thing I am a little upset. I'm kind of over it at this point. But like, I don't know. People were all over the internet. Like, well, you know, Amy Adams and Glenn Close and Bubba, like started listing people that haven't won awards. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not talking about, they weren't nominated this year. Angela Bassett was. I'm like, you're using an argument for like an argument that's not in existence. If Glenn Close gave the, gave the better performance or was the front runner and lost, I would probably be upset. Like, and it's nothing against Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I think she's a great actress. Sounds like you're coming for her. I'm just no, 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 no. I'm coming for the Academy. And people are over here like, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is awful and she shouldn't. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not going to yell at Jamie Lee Curtis because the Academy does shit like this all the time. There's always that one, right? There's always that one award that's like, we're going to give it to someone that you don't expect. 
which this one was expected. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAG. Angela Bassett hasn't been. Angela I don't care that I lost everything else. I won the Best Supporting Actress because what? Jamie Lee Curtis gave the better performance. I disagree. I think Hong Chao gave the best performance, but they were never going to give it to her. How do you know? How do you I know? very much know. <laughs> um, I Listen, the, I only got three categories wrong, uh, one of which I took a really big swing and got the miss, which was score. I should have just gone with my gut on that one. Um, the only one that was like a true blue, like shock shock for me was production not going to um, Babylon because it literally won everything everywhere what did all it at once. All Quiet on the Western Front won for that, right? Yeah. All yeah. Quiet on the Western Front won for that one. That one, that one. <laughs> you won the three categories. No, I didn't no, win. I only won two out of the three that you didn't win. Oh, you didn't get score? I chose Banshees of Inishir and Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, because um, like, they're going to give it to some Irish fuckers. <laughs> this is also like the first time ever since they've expanded the category that five of the Best Picture nominees walked away with zero awards, one of which was Elvis. Ha! Go fuck yourself, Elvis. Yeah, and that doesn't bother me. Like Neither I, of us like that movie, so we're no. okay with it. Walking away with nothing. But and I was concerned. Like, the, the moment before the Oscars, like, probably about an hour before the Oscars, I was texting Michael frantically. I'm like, fucking Butler's gonna win this thing, isn't he? And because Colin Farrell started getting a lot of street cred and all that fancy-dancy, like, talk about town, but Nope, Brandon Fraser. Are you shocked at the EW article? Are you uh, shocked at the not the controversy, but the the uh, what's the word I want to use here? The dissection of this year's Oscars, like the uh, Brendan Fraser for wearing a fat suit, the uh, Angela Bassett. How many times did I have to see Angela Bassett lose that fucking award? And every time the look that she gave, we had to dissect what she meant by the look and what the, what it was going through her head. And uh, it just seemed to me this year that they put a lot of... Uh, news inch a column inches into dissecting the awards instead of actually covering the awards they do that every year like they? yeah it's just something to talk about it's because like and also this year was very by the books like yeah they yeah. really and like it, it, it was actually it scarce really... this time so there was no slap heard around the world <laughs> Um, it definitely was very much like by the books, which makes for kind of a boring night. So they were picking on stupid things. I was not worried about Brendan Fraser the minute the whale won for makeup and hair, because statistically, if you win makeup and hair, you win either best actor or best actress, whichever you have. Girl, I'm not coming. I'm not talking about algorithms anymore with you because you were like, the algorithms say Babylon's going to win production. Okay. But what? Boom. One. Boom. Boom. One out of 20. I had a mic. I drop it right now. Okay, because you're one out of the other 20. Huh? Uh, I'm just saying. I, I, I got out of 23, I got 20 right. <laughs> First time in about 12 years, you've got best picture right, too. I know. I'm actually floored by that. <laughs> Listen, I'll take it. I don't care. I fully have gone in saying I don't usually win Best Picture. So the fact I got it this year is wild and exciting and thrilling. Yeah. Um. So 
Everything Everywhere All at Once becomes one of the most decorated films in uh, movie history. Uh, yep. A24, I just want to give a shout out to them for, uh, for a production company that literally only started 10 years ago to sweep this many uh, awards in one year. Yeah. It's kind of a big thing. I think the traditional box office movie studios like Paramount and all that are going to be going by the wayside as these independent companies start doing these stories that need to be told. I'm air quoting for those who are listening right now. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, yes, these independent films are really are are good, but I feel like we need to not focus so heavily on independent films. I felt like this year had a really nice mixture of like bigger box office smashes and independent. Like Elvis was kind of a bigger box office but, movie. But and I'm gonna I'm gonna put put a caveat here. Most of those big office box office hits were the lesser cared about categories. What do you mean? Tom Cruise didn't get nominated for best uh, actor. Okay, out yes, of the he wasn't good. But I'm saying <laughs> there was I like, would put there was, other... like, the, there was no big box office besides Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And you can say everything everywhere all at once was a big box office smash hit, but yeah. let's call it what it is. It wasn't. I don't think most people saw it in theaters until people started hearing about it later on in the year. Which is, I agree. I mean, I do think that, but like looking at the big box office movie, like, like Tom Cruise, people were really saying he should have gotten. I don't agree. I don't think he was that great. If you want to include other folks from that movie, to nominate i would have been considered considering it more heavily but i feel like they need to start looking at that kind of stuff to really if they want the oscars to be relevant they need to start looking at across the board all of the all of the movies that are kind of being done and they need to start including horror and they need to start like not shutting them out only 10 horror films have ever won at the oscars if they don't nominate a Pokemon movie next year, I'll be very they're, upset. They're not going to nominate a Pokemon movie. Then the they, animation is not groundbreaking, and it's not super great storytelling either. I feel attacked. I feel very attacked. Relax. You should. I feel attacked right now. Okay? I love Pokemon, but like the movies are not it. Sorry. Attacked. Attacked. I feel very attacked. Relax. Maybe it'll be groundbreaking animation out of nowhere. That's true. That's very true. It's not groundbreaking animation. <laughs> and that seems to be what's getting nominated so in that category. The numbers came out and the Oscar viewership was down again. I'm going to say this. Are the Oscars done? No. Are people I mean, done, starting, done how? Like, are, done people how? Start, are people starting to tune out of these award season ceremonies? We saw the numbers across the entire uh, award season, whether it be the SAG or the PAG or the WAG or the JAG or the FAG or BAG or LAG. I don't know what acronym they're trying to deal with or even the Emmys or the Golden Globes. But are, are award ceremonies like this done? Do people care about them anymore like you and I do? People do and people don't. I mean, that's the thing. People care but they don't necessarily want to 
it's hard to watch an award show when you haven't watched everything nominated. And most it, and that's most exactly people aren't watching a lot of it. Yeah, and most people aren't watching a lot of the independent films. And most people aren't watching everything that comes out. And then when it's like, oh, I want to watch now that the awards are happening, I want to watch everything or I want to watch a couple of things. And then it's like, well, what can I see? What's a, what's available? And it's very hard to find things or it's, oh, you can go rent them for like 30 bucks to rent or I'm going to go buy it. Or some of them, it was like, you couldn't even rent them. You had to buy it and have a digital copy of it flat out. And it's like, Ooh. I don't want to own it. If I don't like it, then now I own this. What? Taking you space. don't want to e- own my year of dicks? Like, come that on. That was free. <laughs> okay. I was free. I didn't have to pay for that. <laughs> that was on Vimeo for free. But like, and that's the thing. A lot of the categories like shorts and stuff like that, it's not necessarily always easy to go see those and always easy to find them. I mean, we had a hell of a time finding some of them. I, I definitely always would recommend watching the big, like, 10 best pictures because you can typically get very invested in the award show if you watch the 10 best pictures but other than that sometimes it's just not worth it with the win of rrr and natu natu do you think more bollywood films are going to start making a a, a creeping into the oscars or do you think it's still going to be an english language love fest it's i mean it's still because it's an english language kind of primarily it's like, based it's like the world series at the baseball right it's world series but only for americans <laughs> yeah and like that's the thing if you're gonna see more movies like bollywood being considered for best foreign feature golden globes because that's no for golden globes because it's hollywood foreign press like they really just try and put foreign language films into literally that one little box that is um in uh, feature length or in their international feature film. That's really where they only like to put um, foreign language films with like one that kind of crosses over elsewhere, maybe. I, and it depends on how many categories it crosses over. And sometimes it's not many. But overall, I think you and I, you, we and I, you and I talked about this off the show between our conversations. You thought this year's crop of movies were just, was spectacularly better than the previous years, correct? Oh yeah, I enjoyed them a lot more this year. And I think it catered more to what I look for in a movie when I'm looking at it. Like a lot of the independent films I really enjoyed and I felt they were really powerful stories. There's been years in the past that a lot of the independent films, I'm like, I wanna go and like beat myself up behind the shed so that I can't watch this, so I don't have to watch this film. Listen, sometimes they're just rough to watch through or what you literally hate everything so like wow wow i feel very attacked relax you know what i wasn't going to but every time you come for me i'm gonna put the laganja love uh baganja faganja drag queen thing i feel attacked so there you go third time today (laughs) i'm not coming for you if i was coming for you i'd come into your room and cut up all your wigs in the night I don't get that reference. That's also from the Laganja fight when they say, Bianca Del Rio says to her, if I was going to come for you, I'd come to your room in the middle of the night and cut up all your wigs. I don't get that reference. It's sex. Yeah, I just know that one scene, okay? Don't don't come for me. Don't come for me because I feel attacked. I feel very attacked! Relax. 
But what else is happening over the last 30 days, or actually less than 30 days, probably more like 20 days since we last talked on March 9th. Um, I want to start with kind of a weird story that I find weird because I didn't know that these two people were a thing. I didn't know that Selena Gomez, and I knew that Selena, I knew Selena Gomez from uh, the Only Murders in the Mil- uh, Building with uh, Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short, but I didn't know someone called Haley Bieber. Bieber, is this, Justin this is... Bieber's wife. So okay, she's also a Baldwin. I don't know. Alec Baldwin. Sure. Okay. It's one of his spawn. It's not one of his spawn. I thought it was yeah, it Billy's. Is. No, it's Alec Baldwin's spawn. No, I'm 90% sure it's Steven or Billy's. I, hold on, Alec Baldwin. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two seconds, two seconds, two seconds. If I'm right here, I never want to feel attacked on this show ever again. Say Say it loud for everyone in the back. Hold on, hold on, I'm trying to find it. A few moments later. Nope. He, she is the, was born in Tucson, Arizona to actor Stephen Baldwin, the youngest of the Baldwin brothers. Jesus Christ. Look at that. (laughs) Okay. So you got this one correct. Good. Just just like I got Jamie Lee Curtis correct. (laughs) Um, well, first off, the only reason I knew that is because I read the, like, three lines and i was like why are people attacking Haley bald bieber and because she's trash fuck Haley bieber we're team selena in this bitch well i don't know what the story is though and i need you to explain this to me like i'm a two-year-old child because i'm pretty sure my mental capacity to understand the intricacies of one fandom attacking another fandom and then both fandoms have to say to each other hey people we just need to be relaxful and respectful that's not of what's everything. happening they literally came out with a freaking like press release like selena oh. gomez's people and we're like Haley bieber Haley bieber was attacking selena gomez and making like shady tiktoks and shady instagrams and like being Why, really though? Because I nobody knows why. This is the thing. Nobody knows why Haley Bieber, other than the fact that Selena and Justin dated previously, like is that totally, what did they date? Ju- Haley and Selena or Justin and Selena dated. Yeah, they dated for a long time. It even made it into um, one of Nicki Minaj's raps with Justin Bieber, uh, where she said, "I got to keep my eye out for Selena." Justin Bieber, you know I'm ahead with the ether. Runs out. But I gotta keep an eye out for Selena. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, they dated for a while and then broke up. And then he started dating Haley Bieber and they got engaged and now they're married. And, and like, she has the man. But her and like Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner, they're all like a little, f- they're all friends and they all are like being shady and kind of cunty to Selena, who literally has done nothing to them. Like out of like, Anytime Selena posts like a TikTok or an Instagram or she's like, look at my eyebrows, they then make fun of their eyebrows or like, or they like post things about their eyebrows and like, look at, oh my God, I overdid it. Just like Selena and like, but they're not tagging Selena, but it's like very obvious they're making fun of them. So Selena's fans were like, Haley Bieber, what the fuck? You won the man. Why are you being a bitch? And Haley Bieber's like, I'm not making fun of her. And Selena's just like 
staying out of it, book blessed and and, pre- and unpressed. Like she's just like, I'm taking a break from social media. Like stop attacking folks. Like she's I don't becoming, have any issues. She's becoming sort of a guiding post in the entertainment industry, isn't she? She's kind of staying above the fray because for some reason, the only reason I know about this story, and this is how bad my nights have been, is when I'm lying awake because I can't sleep, I'm on Instagram and I'm looking at stories and there was a, no, it might have been YouTube. It might have been the YouTube shorts that I saw this on. Either way, it doesn't it doesn't matter where I saw it, but I saw it. Um, Selena's kind of like the Virgin Mary in this situation where like she can do no wrong and people are looking at her and like, she is like, she's walking on water. I think there was a story that I saw where she was doing a live stream and people were giving her money. I don't know how people give money to people who give, do live streams, but they were and giving it to Selena Gomez and Selena was like, no, don't give it to me. I don't need your money. And then she was like, I'm going to go give it to like the nonprofit organization in my area. And I'm like, is this what celebritas celebrity is now where you have to be like on bended knee to your fan base? What do you mean? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Like, she's... Like, I guarantee you there's someone out there who probably just... I don't know both sides of the story, and I honestly could care two shits about this, this, the two sides of the story. But someone who attacks someone is attacking them for some reason. There's no, there's no one side attack to this whole issue, right? But and, this and that, is also like a twenty, like young twenty year old girl who just wants to be a mean girl. Like that's very much what it is. It, like Selena's not doing any. Like Selena's not. But how do you know? How True, do you, I don't, I don't and know. And that's, but... that's what I'm saying. Then that's where I'm trying to get at it here is we see the persona that Selena is trying to portray on social media, which we all know social media is a fucking ruse, pardon my French, and everyone puts their best picture. No one posts, hey, I'm having a shitty day today and I think I'm like potentially like just in a bad place. It's, hey, I, 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 I you don't need to send me money. I'm going to donate this to the charity of whatever choice that I believe that is important right now. I just find this, this story one sided because I don't know Haley's side. I don't know, even if she's actually attacking them, maybe people are just like reading way too much into these Which sides. That, I mean, that, listen, that could also be a thing too, but like Selena's not doing like, she's shutting it down when people are bringing it up. She's doing, I mean, she's is doing it the fan like, base then? Is it the fan base more than the celebrities that are doing the these, no, these, these type of shits? It literally looks like it, from perception, it looks like Haley Bieber is attacking Selena for no clear reason. And Selena doesn't talk to Justin. As far as we know, there's no anything out there. No, like, there's no information on this. It's just every time Selena posts something, it's like an hour later, Haley Bieber's posting something very similar 
being kind of a bitch and like making fun of. And it's like, it's very, it's very like, yes, the fans or people are reading into it, but it's also very much like, okay, Selena posted a photo on Instagram of her going, oh my God, I over laminated my eyebrows. They look crazy. And then an hour later, Haley Bieber and uh, Kylie Jenner on FaceTime post a picture on Instagram about their okay. eyebrows being overdrawn and being like, oh my God, look at our crazy eyebrows. Like it, it's very much like mean girl stuff they're doing. Okay, so you mentioned a name. I know we did not prepare to talk about this, but I want to talk about this because I just saw it on, uh, I think it was uh, Facebook earlier this morning, actually, probably about like 20 minutes before recording this episode. So according to and the, the, the page six sources, whichever the fuck that means, I don't know what page six sources are, and I hate always, I hate talking about things when I don't have confirmation myself, right? Despise it. But Supposedly, the Met Gala is next month because this is coming out April 1st. May is the Met Gala. Sure. The Kendalls, the Jenners, and the Kardashians have been uninvited to this year's Met Gala because Anna Winter's like, nope, we're going to lock it down even further this year because it's gotten too, too like open ended. I don't know. And you, you said Chris Jenner? No, Kylie. I don't. There's too many of them. There's, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. Okay. Are the, are, are the the are the the Jenners and the Kardashians are the family? Are they kind of falling out of celebritism here? I don't know if they're necessarily like. Are, like, are we expecting a sex tape soon? <laughs> no, I, I I don't know if they're necessarily falling out. It's just they've been in the media for so long. I don't know the reasoning behind Anna Wintour's not or disinviting them. I saw that also. I'm not, I'll believe it when I see it because Kim technically is a very big fashion icon, but like the only one who's been showing up and actually looking the part lately has been Kim. Chris shows up wearing just like a basic dress. The the two Jenner girls are like, it's just, there's just, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Met Gala. It's one of those things that's like, until it happens, when I see it, I'll believe it. Um, But it's, that with this specific thing, like it's it's looking very obvious, like it's a one sided attack. And Selena's not even like trying to be like, yeah, fuck you. She's like, guys, just it's social media, social media. It's dumb. Like we perceive things. Like she's even trying to give the benefit of the doubt to the whole situation. But it's just very transparent what's going on. And for whatever reason, Haley is just going after selena and nobody knows why and maybe we will never know we will never we will most likely never know and and that's the thing because Haley, all Haley bieber would have to say is y'all are attacking me but she's trying to fuck my guy like all she needs to do is come forward and say that and like it it would make but but then it's okay she said this okay who do we yeah but then it clears a lot of Haley's name because Haley's losing instagram followers Haley's getting a lot of pushback right now all she needs to say is something like that. And what can Selena say other than no, I'm not. And then it's like, yes, he said, she said, but it makes it muddy and people don't look all one-sided in one direction. But because like Selena's not coming forward or anything and because Haley's not really even commenting on this at all, it it looks like they're trying to be mean girls and they got caught being mean girls. Okay. All right. Talking about the mean girl, let's talk about Gwyneth Paltrow for a few seconds. 
And this is interesting because I always find it interesting that our attention span for celebrities in courts spans about 15 minutes. 2022 was the year of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. 2023 is Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, I, I, I've been following this story a little bit, not as much as probably some people, but I, I find it interesting that a man is suing Gwyneth Paltrow over a 2016 skiing collision and in the courtroom earlier this month, he told a jury on Monday he was rammed from behind by the actor and sent absolutely flying at an upscale Utah skiing resort. Now, I don't know much about skiing. Uh, my one attempt at skiing was me falling on my ass and seeing the skis fly out from underneath me. I don't know what the ski resort looks like. I've never been there. But I'm looking at optics, <laughs> and the optics are Gwyneth Paltrow is not a big person. I don't care how fast you're going. If you're flying because someone crashed into you, I'm thinking that you're a larger person, not Gwyneth Paltrow size person. I could be wrong. Michael. What do you take from all this? Is this just the next courtroom TV 2020 X thing that we have to get through? No, because like I barely have seen anything about this. The only thing I've seen is that Gwyneth Paltrow didn't want the cameras on her. I didn't even realize it was being sued over a ski thing. I thought she was being sued over goop. goop. <laughs> I fully thought it was like a bad product situation because she didn't want the, and she didn't want the cameras on her because she doesn't want it to be a spectacle because it's, it's 2016 and it's just coming around now. And like skiing is, I will say this, skiing can be very easy to like lose control and then you go flying. Like she may have like tapped him, ran into him accidentally. And then it sent him like he lost control and just catapulted down. I I had a classmate who lost control and died on a ski resort slamming into a tree. Like skiing is dangerous. Skiing can be very dangerous. I don't know enough about it's 2016. So it's, they're going to have to prove. I, is he trying while to you prove don't like, understand what, while you don't know much about the in issue, is this what we've become? Is this the new Johnny Depp Amber Heard? Because no, like, what do you mean okay. by next Johnny Depp Amber Heard? The courtroom TV, because people are tuning into it like it was, because it's that, it's that idea that celebrities are infallible when it comes to issues and they are just like you and I who can get sued, but their, their faces across the uh, social media is a much better than Johnny X who no one knows about across everywhere. I don't think so. I don't, I don't okay. know. I, I, there were, people were invested in Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because people were Plus very it was going on for like, 12 years and they were very committed to Johnny Depp because they like him as an actor and find him hot. I mean, this is very, I'm not, I'm like I said, I literally am seeing it nowhere. I saw, I think a quick TikTok where somebody was like confused as to why Gwyneth Paltrow didn't want the camera on her. And I was like, okay, she's getting sued for goop. Who cares? Like, and quickly flipped past it. Like this is, I, I'm really not seeing this anywhere anywhere at all so it's it, i don't think it's like a big i don't think it's as big a story as gwyneth paltrow kind of which is good because she doesn't want it to be a big story because like this is but like the dude's alive was the dude injured like i don't even know what is he trying to sue for like injury he, injury wow. because 
the 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 attack but or the collision caused him uh financial harm and it's just it's a gong show to be honest but, like also then like you have to prove purposeful so intent. he is suing he is suing her for more than three hundred thousand dollars claiming she skied recklessly and that he was permanently brain damaged from the crash that altered his personality now on Friday, I'm reading the E.T. Canned uh, uh, story here, so the link will be in the show notes to give credit to E.T. Canned. On the stand Friday, Peltro said Sanderson, who the man is who's uh, suing Paltrow, knocked into her gently from behind, but the collision escalated uh, as the two skied down the beginner's slope. She said his skis veered between her legs, causing her to briefly panic as she heard a man groaning behind her. Peltro was present in court on Monday. Now, Sanderson is claiming a screaming woman skiing out of control and hitting him square in the back is what happened. Craig Romain, another skier who says he's, he's the sole eyewitness to the collision, testified last week that he saw Peltro hit Sanderson. Which that's probably very true what happened, but I, I just, I don't understand why we need a court case. Like you hit the man, it was an accident, give him money. What, what if you like, but you're claiming that you left him brain damage that altered his personality. This is the part where I'm a little like, girl, what's going on here? Like, don't I'm get me wrong. I'm not the person's doctor. My personality has changed and I haven't been hit in the head a few thousand times by radiation and chemotherapy, but I'm still a happy-go-lucky person who hates everything. It's true. Wow. Wow. Cue it. I feel attacked. I didn't do anything. I literally am just staring at I my computer. I saw the eye roll of... I didn't eye roll. You are now looking okay. at me. You are looking okay. At me. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to go to instant replay. We're going to instant replay because that's right. We can instant replay this shit now. It's been a long day, man. Apparently, geez Louise. Talking about long days, Disney is in the news again because one of its major stars, Jonathan Majors, is also heading to court. But this is actually resulting in an arrest from New York City last week and on Saturday following allegations that he physically assaulted a woman with TMC speculating it is his girlfriend. Now, Disney is always one of these companies that likes to keep their actors and actresses in lockdown mode when it comes to big productions like Marvel. Uh, I don't know the full details of this story, but I can say that it, uh, innocent until proven guilty, but we have to take this seriously because of if course. it is d- domestic assault, then we have to take it serious. I'm going to ask you the question that we weren't going to pose. What does Disney do in this situation? Do they have to wait and see, or do they have to drop him like a rock? Like, because US, the U.S. Army, which Jonathan Majors was a spokesperson for dropped him after the allegations and the arrest last week. Does Disney do the same or are they so invested with the Jonathan majors Kang dynasty, Ant-Man wasp, Ant-Man and the wasp uh, quantum manium storyline. Now I'll be real honest. It's super easy to drop him and say, we have a new Kang 
because like universe, multiverse, like it literally could be a fully different person in every other Kang world or Kang universe yeah. or whatever. I I don't know the right answer here. I am not in PR. Um, I I don't know. I don't know enough about this to know what to think because now I'm also seeing that he's coming out and saying that he was the victim. Okay, I've not seen that part. Yeah, there's there's now talks coming out saying that it was actually him getting assaulted and he was the victim. Like there, it's just very messy to where it's like I don't know what I don't know what to believe. I don't. I've not done enough research. This is another one of those like I've seen it. I've skimmed the headlines a little bit. But like I've just been so busy doing. But other overall, things. like from a PR perspective, this doesn't look good for Disney right now because it just looks they, messy. They dropped Johnny Depp for similar. And got a ton of shit. Exactly. Got a ton of shit for it. So now they're going to probably sit there and wait on it rather than drop him. Yeah. And they, I'm who knows how many movies they already have in production with him in them. Yeah. Or and how many the TV shows filmed. as well. Yeah, there's how much has already been filmed that he's a part of. Like, so at this point, they're just going to say probably not a goddamn thing until more information comes out because it's all very preliminary information. True that. True that. And speaking of people who need to not be in the headlines, but they are, Kelly Clarkson has announced finally that a new album, Chemistry, is coming out. Um, Michael. I know you have some thoughts on Kelly Clarkson. I love uh, her. If I ever become famous, she can never care, um, cover one of my songs because I do not need that bitch singing better than me on anything. On my own damn song, absolutely not. Are you excited for this new album? I love Kelly, yeah. Are you? Do you like Kelly? Yeah, I liked one of her songs. Which one? Um, That Dusty Eyes or Brown Eyes or Green Eyes or whatever the color hot eyes were. I'm shook. Not even since you've been gone. Which which one am I thinking of? Brown eyes. That what one is- I don't know. Oh. I'm not like a stan. I'm just a fan. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, Why are you sorry? Uh, I like uh, her. I like her. Um. Uh. Behind these does. hazel eyes. Behind those hazel eyes, I do like that one. Piece by piece is actually one of my favorites. But since you've been gone, let me tell you, I can belt that shit out and like nobody business. Like nobody's business. Uh, it begs the question that I'm going to pose here. Uh, with Kelly Clarkson releasing a new album, any uh, potential artists that you're looking for potentially dropping albums later on this year? Or are you just so out of tune right now that <laughs> out of tune? Uh, I'll be here all week, guys. <laughs> what can I say with the NDA? Um, TikTok, TikTok. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I um, I hope, I really hope that we get an uh, Olivia Rodrigo album and I hope it slaps. Um, I'm still waiting, as we know, on Aaliyah. Where my album, girl? I know you dead and all, but yo, people promised me an album. Um, don't blame her. Blame the weekend. I said fact. I will blame the weekend <laughs> fully. Which I'm not sure if you saw that story. That the weekend is the most popular artist on earth. That's a fucking lie. Beyonce exists, and even though I know you don't like her, and I am okay with her, 
she exists. How's the weekend the most popular artist? Uh, he must be global. He must be globally popular versus U.S. popular. Most popular. I'm literally going to look it up because the weekend has been declared the most popular musician on the planet, according to the statistics collected by the Guinness World Records. It's got to be world. It's worldwide. That's why he slaps across the globe, except in the U.S. and Canada. Hence why it says on the planet. <laughs> yeah. I'm not excited. I like Kelly. I like, I don't know. I'm not a big like sit down and listen to an album kind of girl, you know? You're waiting for the single to drop and then you'll bang it out on the car ride? I listen to Broadway on my car ride. I'm one of those people. The hills are alive with the sound of music. If that comes on Sirius XM Broadway channel, then hell yeah. They're alive with the sound of music. Jesus. And I, I know, I, let me tell you, Mother Superior, Climb Every Mountain, when that comes on, full performance in my car. I don't care if the windows are down, y'all get in some Climb Every Mountain. And I want to turn to our last story before we move on to the uh, um, what's coming up and what are we what have we been watching and looking forward to. Um, one of my favorite shows, as much as it is causing a lot of controversies over the last few weeks, few months, few years, is Scrubs, creator of Ted Lasso, Bill Lawrence, also created uh, the one of the great shows, Shrinking, one of the also great shows, uh, the Drew Carey show, uh, TV show Scrubs with Zach Braff, and I forget the name, Donald. Donald Fajan. Fajan. I was going to say Frisian, but I knew it wasn't that. I knew it was Donald. Um there are have been reports for some time since the pandemic hit that we would be getting a movie. And it sounds like there is work going on behind the scenes, which I'm really excited about because I'm a big fan of Scrubs. I can watch it on a regular basis and I can enjoy it like there's no tomorrow. Uh, Michael, for those who are listening via audio, is shrugging his shoulders. And yet again, cue it. I feel the tension. No, I like Scrubs. <laughs> I love Scrubs. Scrubs is one of my favorite television shows. Why do you think it is causing so much controversy in today's age? Is it because uh, of the the storylines like the ninth, the 2000 early 2000 storylines don't translate into 2023? No, I just don't think the reunion's going to be the movie's going to be good. <gasps> I I think it ended perfectly. Which time? <laughs> the first and only time. So season seven? Eight. Oh. With the walk down the hallway. With oh, the okay, okay, okay. That's okay. season eight. Okay, I thought that Season was... nine was the weird season. I thought that was season... Exist. Yeah, the one that ABC did, we just don't talk about. Okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that statement. I agree. And it's going to be interesting. But if they can bring back all the characters, I would be love... I'd love to see it. They can't life. bring them all back. Why not? Laverne dead. Well, you know what I mean, though, right? They can bring her yeah. back in like a ghost, like they did with uh, Brendan Fraser. No, they Fraser. have. They do have Laverne again. Yeah, <laughs> or they're they're whatever. Um. So with that, uh, what have you been watching? What have you been reading? What have you been up to? How's the uh, life in the entertainment world of uh, Michael Nichols Pate? I watched scream six in theaters and loved it I, did you watch you didn't like it 
See, you you trying to be all like Michael's being shady because he says I don't like anything, but like everything I'm like, I loved that. He's like, mm, I did not like it. Well, give me something to actually like, and I'll say I like it. And then it. I'll say, and I'll say, like, I didn't like that. He goes, I also didn't like that. And I'm like, very rarely do we agree that we like something or that you like something. Wow. I feel attacked right now. No you attack. Were coming, you are get... coming for me. No, you're trying to come for me saying I attack you for not liking things when you don't like things. I like things. I like good things. I like Scream 6. I thought it was a good movie. I also started reading um, last night. Uh, Brady Hendricks has had a book that came out in January. He wrote books like um, My Best Friend's Exorcism, Final Girl Support Group, things like that. So he wrote How to Sell a Haunted House. I started it last night. It's about 450 pages. I'm on page 250. Oh, good for you. I cannot stop. It's so well written. I've not read any of his other stuff. This book got recommended to me on the Tiki Talks. And I said, let me give it a try. It sounds like it's a good book. And it's been actually kind of incredible. And it makes me want to read his other stuff because it's like fun, campy horror, but also like is kind of scary. And it has like a message that it's talking about and like just in its exploration of, because this one is specifically its exploration of grief and like generational trauma. And like, it's a cool kind of concept that he does these like really like difficult topics and puts them in the horror genre and like explores them in a really cool, unique way. Um, I'm really liking the book. I cannot wait to see how it ends. And like, I'm even trying to like spoil it for myself on the internet just to be like, how does this end? I need to know. Uh, and if there's nothing out there. So I'm like, I don't even know how this is going to end. And I love it. Like it's, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think that would be a great movie actually. Well, um, you heard it. A24, get on top of that. <laughs> and then, Oscar. Ooh, you sure could. <laughs> And then I've been watching clippings of The Mandalorian, which is really only when Baby Yoda is on the television because I love Baby Yoda. Who? Um, Baby Yoda. Who? The little baby thing. The little baby Yoda. He's got the Who? big ears. Little that's Baby not, Yoda. That's, that's not Baby Yoda. No, that's Baby Yoda. Nope, Grogu. I don't know what a Grogu is, but it's a Baby <laughs> that's Yoda. His name. That's his name. That's, that's not a name. true thing. That's I like to identify the people with their proper names. This is Baby Yoda. And he goes... I've not watched enough. I don't know names. I just know Baby Yoda. And then there's Mandalorian. I don't even know if he has a name. Pedro Pascal. Um, And then my husband's been watching The Last of Us, which he really liked. Filmed in Calgary! I watched clips. I watched the episode with Rutina in it because I love her because I love True Blood. I thought thought you would have watched the episode with Nick Offerman because he's gay in it. No. He's all like lumberjacky. I don't know. I just, I'm not like, I'm not big, in, I'm not on TVing because I think I burned myself out watching 54 movies at Oscars. Um, I've just been reading a lot and like doing a lot of theater and like working I'm around the clock, working like a crazy person. And no, I just, I've been trying to get to the, like the cinema more and like to see films on television or on the big screen. I've been enjoying it, like being back Films the- on TV. I'm, my, my brain is not working this morning or evening or whatever time of day. Whatever you're wedding, is, whatever you're watching this, his brain isn't working at this exact moment. And that is a correct statement. Even if it's a year from now, my brain is not working at this exact moment. Um, no, I just, I don't know. Like, I've been reading a lot more. I've read, I, oh, I read Women Talking, the actual book. And? I really liked it. 
I think I like the movie better because the book is narrated fully by a man and it's a li- Ben Wishaw's character and it's a little weird. <laughs> it's like a little Are you odd. happy like, you watched it, is- it beforehand? Yes. But the book was good. It, the book was really good. It's just you're reading the physical minutes. So it's like done in like a weird, very original writing style. Um, it also happens on a different timeline. I think the movie cleaned up a lot of like funky areas in the book, but the book clarified things for me that I, that happened in the movie that I did not understand necessarily fully. Like question mark. Um, Like when she walked to town to get the antibiotics for her daughter, it's because her daughter had a venereal disease. And because her daughter was assaulted. Wouldn't be an episode of no, not them where they're talking about the venereal diseases. I don't know. They didn't specify. They just said it was a venereal. No, no shade. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Um, I also have now acquired Prince Harry's book that I will be reading very soon. You just want to read about the blue balls, don't you? I just want to read about his todger. No, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Was it on sale? No, my father... My mother's best friend bought it, read a hundred pages and said, this book is dumb, boring and inappropriate. I have zero interest, handed it to my father who read it and said, oh, this book was salacious and wild and I cannot see that. I'm so shocked by the Royal family information. Your like, he father was or your mother? My father. And my, cause my mother does not read books like that. She doesn't read naughty books unless it's 50 shades of gray. Um, Hi mom. <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, I want to read it. So he was like, yeah, I didn't know the royal family would go out. Like the queen would just go out and kill birds and then like give them to people who needed food. And I'm like, okay. He's like, I just see the royal family in a different light now. And I'm like, because the queen's walking around with an AK. Like, I don't. why are we shook? Did you not watch The Crown for the last six seasons? No, he doesn't have, he doesn't know how to work Netflix. Hi, dad. And so then he handed me the book because I was like, I really want to read that when you're done. And he's like, you already have my Kite Runner book. And I'm like, yes, and I will read it when I get to it because I have a stack of books. And so he's like, oh, okay. So I'm excited. What else did I read? Oh, I read the You book and I watched the You, the part two, the television series. Season four? Season four, season four, part two. I really liked it. People did not like it, but that's because people are toxic and think that Love Quinn should be back to life. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to say, okay. Should watch the series. Why? <laughs> Lot of gay sex. Penises. Uh, I don't want to watch that. I don't want it pushed in my face. Like seriously, I go to TV for like some down home, like like the Waltons. Like mom and dad are sleeping in separate beds in the same room. Like that's the type of movies out. TV shows I want to watch. So what sort of TV shows are you watching then? Right now? Absolutely nothing. What? What movies have you seen? I've not seen anything over the last month. I have literally been working around the clock because I'm getting ready for treatments in May. So not Scream I, 6? I Well, I watched it, but it was right before... I want to say... It came week. out after the Oscars, though. So I think it counts. Okay, so I watched one movie, and I sorry, I watched one movie, and I'm air quoting that because I'm one of these people that if it does not grab me in the first fifteen minutes, it's I'm just doing background noise. Yeah, and I'm finding that, that a lot. Man? What? 
I, I have to see Cocaine Bear. Have you seen Cocaine Bear? No. I've heard it's actually incredible, which is I heard wild. I heard it's good too. I it's not something that I've like actually thought to myself. I want to go watch Cocaine Bear. Like maybe if it's on like TVO or like Tubi or whatever you want to call it, and it's for free, and I can watch it and don't have to like get my husband to press the button. I might watch it, but overall, I have been swamped this week. Like literally, mm. I've been trying to pay attention to TV shows and all that. And it's just nothing like I okay, that's untrue. I want I finished season one of Shrinking by Bill Lawrence with Harrison Ford and uh Jason Siegel, if I think that's his name. It's about the psychiatrist, it's on Apple TV. And I can say um Harrison Ford is actually quite fucking hilarious in it. And he is one of these people that I didn't expect to actually go far and maybe be like a one-off character because he's such a big movie star. But he's actually really good in it. I would highly recommend it to anyone who's ever gone through grief because Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford sum it up quite well. And I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, Jason Siegel loses his wife. You find out literally in the first 10 minutes of the show. And Harrison Ford's character is diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. So it's like how they're struggling together. And uh, again, you talk about you and the penis. Sorry. Penis. What whisper it? You can't shout such <laughs> obscenities. Tennessee's going to try and ban you. Okay, sorry. Well, Florida and Tennessee can go shove it up their bums. Um, um, you see a lot of bums in this one. Okay. Yeah, Jason Segel's bum. So I like a nice so, behind. So that's what I watched. I, I, again, I turned on Ted Lasso season three, but it was background music, background noise. I have my attention span has been really shot this last month. So the entertainment industry has been, but it's usually silent silent in March anyway, because it's right after award seasons and nothing happens until usually the blockbusters start rolling out in June, July. So the next few months are going to be kind of cricket, cricket. Yeah. Even the movie, a couple of movies are coming out that we can maybe start looking at as like potential award circuit movies like the lost king with sally hawkins is coming out that, or is out already i think march 24th it came out that oh one. yes by the time this airs it has come out already Wait, well it's, it's so yeah funny. because it's march 24th so that's the, yeah so it's like out out yeah yeah it's it's yeah. been one of those weeks for me sure has me too uh she um I mean, it literally has like Golden Globe bait stamped on top of it. So I'm, I want to watch it because it looks funny. But I love her. I'm literally also, pulling up what is what movie's in 2023 right now. Um, there's also a movie with... Uh, um, oh, Super Mario Brothers is coming out. The Ben nice. Affleck and Matt Damon Air movie about Michael Jordan's career, but not you talking like, about Michael Jordan, but not even mentioning Michael Jordan. And there's no character playing Michael Jordan in the movie. Viola Davis is in the movie, so it's going to get nominated. She will. <laughs> well, After this year, she will. <laughs> that's true. Uh, um, so I'll watch. I kind of want to see it, but I also kind of want to see, I think, movies just to try and like knock out potential Oscar movies early so I'm not watching 54 movies in February and wanting to cry and if, myself to sleep. 
end of next month finally after many years of trying are you there god it's me margaret is coming to big the big screens i'm kind of excited about that one i am too rachel mcadams and i'm actually kind of shocked you don't like her i i love her and i'm just like holy crap like i didn't expect her to be in this like don't get me wrong kathy bates is in it too so it's going to be a fucking hilarious movie but i'm concerned about the timing of the movie it looks like it could be like are you there god it's me margaret is like one of the most revered books of all oh, time of course it and if you do it correctly it could potentially be in a contender for an oscar or two it might still be i think it's got enough I mean, because it's coming out around the same time as everything everywhere it really just comes down to what people are looking at and what and what the categories out exactly because let's be honest the last few years have been really tough for movies so these are the, because usually you film two years prior right usually yeah. like so right now 2023 is the the cusp of the after the covid 2020 2021 feels and then this is when you're going to start seeing all the movies that were filmed during the pandemic with all the masks on and you're going to start seeing those come out so it's going to take a little bit long i think 2024 is going to be a good year for movies and tv that's just my personal opinion i'm excited about this one and i think also you make a really good point about independent films too like smaller cast makes it easier for movies to get made. So that's why they might be doing so well at the Oscars and we're not seeing as many big blockbustery type stuff, which again, fine. I mean, I, I'm excited for the, for this movie. I'm excited. There's a lot of movies coming out. I'm really, I kind of want to see the dungeon dragon movie. Cause it just looks funny. I, stupid, we didn't even talk funny. about that at the Oscars. Hugh Grant in his shit show of an interview. He gave an interview on the he red gave, carpet? Yeah, with some... They trashed him in the media for the longest time because he was very, being very rude about the question that was asked to the from the interviewer. But I guess you didn't see it, so I guess it doesn't matter. I was watching e, the E! Network because they yeah, had... I think this was uh, Vanity Fair. Oh, yeah, no, because they had um, Siriano on there, and I really like Siriano. Um, they also had Laverne Cox and I really love her. Yay. Um, um, so with that, it has been an hour. I can't believe it's passed this fast, but here we are. Uh, Michael, as always, a pleasure to sit down with you and talk about the entertainment industry and the entertainment news of the month, year, week. Looking forward to whatever's coming up. Uh, always a pleasure. Likewise. So with that, I want to remind everyone, this has been Michael Nichols, not the uh, L not the LGBT. Definitely not the LGBT. She's not great the, girl. Not the EGOT winner, Mike Nichols, or the R&B singer, Chris Brown. This has been Michael Nichols Bate and Chris Brown on No, Not Them. No, Not Them? No, no. Not Them. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, have fun, guys. Talk to you later. Fuck. <laughs>